0: Well, hello and welcome back to TWP Live, the podcast that talks to you about all things weddings. Um, those of you who know me will know that I'm very choosy about the people I choose to work with. And we have a, a, a fabulous member of the team here who's not only our lovely producer of this podcast, but he's also our musical consultant. So he's, he's an expert in his field. So I want to give a big, warm TWP welcome to Craig Elliott. So Craig, hi. Nice to have you, uh, obviously, in your own studio. In my own studio, yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel quite at home now. Yeah, good, <laughs> good,
0: good. good. Um, so thanks for, com- thanks for coming to, to actually have a chat with us today because yeah. it's one of those things for me that makes um, a day absolutely special is the music well, I so, couldn't agree more. <laughs> so music is it's so evocative. It's so um it's so central to anything, but it's something that sometimes people don't give enough thought to, I think. Do you agree? Mm.
1: I do, yeah. It's um I think I think everybody gives an amount of thought to it, but um yeah, I guess in terms of a timeline of planning your wedding, it can sometimes be at the lower end mm-hmm. of the thing. But I think it I mean I'm obviously going to say it's very important because it's what I do, but um, but I do genuinely feel like mm-hmm. it, it's a real important part of the day. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I guess it does, it does take a good bit of consideration. If you want it to yeah. to really make your day special, you mm-hmm. have to put a good bit of thought into it, yeah.
0: So for anyone that hasn't met Craig yet, um, or hasn't been lucky enough to meet Craig yet, <laughs> because I tell you, I was... Um, it's not often that that my socks are knocked off by something, so we've we've had this story a couple of times as we've been filming these things, but we've never actually said it on air, so okay. I'm gonna tell them on air oh, yeah good. exactly <laughs> what happened so we went to um a wedding fair recently, and we were both exhibiting we the well- the wedding party were exhibiting, and then next to us we had. Craig Elliott, wedding pianist, mm-hmm, um, exhibiting. Do. And we had um, a gorgeous couple uh, whose progress we're actually going to follow as well. So oh, we're, we're nice. going to follow them through okay. um, through the website so that you can understand that this is about planning real weddings yeah, um, for real people. Not sort of like, um, it's not about um, following celebrity, you know, yeah. celebrity style stuff. It's about real people. Um, so we're actually going to follow Talia and her husband to be as well. Okay. So which is really nice. Very nice. But Talia and her husband to be came in and um, they asked Craig if he knew a particular song. What song was it? Now
1: do you know what? God this this is the, this is the real yeah, the the, 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 real, <laughs> the real deal of podcasts it is that. Country music? Do you know what it, it was? It? Con- it was a country track. I've never heard of it, and I don't think I've heard of the artist. Now it'll Luke, be on my. spot. Luke, Luke. Combs actually. There I we think. go. We got it. So that, that yeah. But like, yeah, it was Luke Combs' track. I couldn't tell you right now which one it is because, like I say, to sometimes when you're asked for a lot of requests in the day, it, it kind of, you know, it goes in it and then it, you, you, your mind has mm. to um, has to kind of almost forget about it quickly because then you you, you're you need to play one. something mm-hmm. else. So it's not that the song wasn't important. It, it was a great track, um, and it is there in my Spotify for me to listen back to actually because I enjoyed playing it. Mm. But yeah, it was. Um, I suppose, in a way, they asked me to play I've never heard of the artist or the track. So I just had a minute or so just to have a quick listen on Spotify with them kind of stood there anticipating what I'm about to do. And then, yeah, I guess it was a song that um, I was able to kind of work out pretty quickly enough that I could just give them a demonstration straight away of what an aisle piece might sound like if it mm-hmm. was this song. So I played a light intro um which would be for the bridesmaids to walk into that's that mm-hmm. uh, if they're having bridesmaids of course um, you've got that 30 seconds or so before the bride actually comes in mm-hmm. so and then at that point I kind of went for the main chorus of the track which mm-hmm. was inevitably the point where the, the tears came in <laughs> well
0: <laughs> it wasn't just tears from the couple I can tell you because mm. I was crying mum of the mum of the groom was crying my sister was crying it it was like there was a there was like a Mexican wave of crying (laughs) going through the room because we got to witness them
1: yeah in that
0: moment and that's what music does I think for you it It takes you to a moment doesn't it it
1: certainly did that day yeah they they basically um, envisaged exactly what it was going to be like walking down the aisle Mm -hmm. to each other so they were both Crying their eyes out, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: they were holding yeah. each other, and we got yeah. to see the love, and the love is yeah. the bit that's most important. Yeah. And I think quite central to that is the music, because the music is about memory.
1: Yeah, for sure. They'll remember, I'm pretty sure they'll remember that moment, regardless, you know. Um, but more importantly, obviously, with the aisle piece when they finally do get to hear it, whether it's played by me or somebody else, mm-hmm. um, or whether they just have the recording of it, which is, either, you know, it's. Yeah, the memories will be there anyways, mm. which is nice.
0: Yeah, and it's really important. I think that part of the thing that we're gonna do is that we're gonna have a challenge, Craig. So oh, if any dear. of you people out there <laughs> if any of you people out there have a specific song that you want to hear what it would sound like on the piano, then we do want you to send them in. So if you send them in to hello, at the wedding hyphenparty and then we will challenge. Craig. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do we have a timer? Do I have a certain amount of time oh, to work you, the song out? Oh, you'll have
0: a minute. Oh dear!
1: Wow, <laughs> that's that's a lot of Listen, pressure. Listen, I saw you do ACDC. <laughs> I, I, I did. I can work most things out. Well, not the entire song, of course, but I'll, I'm I'm hoping I can give a little rendition of most stuff in a minute. Mm-hmm. But you know. There's bound to be songs that catch me out at some point. So come on, we've got to catch him out. We've got to catch him (laughs) out. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be all kinds of (laughs) tough stuff coming in, I can tell.
0: (laughs) So tell me a little bit about your history. What brought you to be a wedding pianist?
1: Okay, so um, if I take you all the way back, at the age of seven, my mum basically forced me into piano lessons, as loads (laughs) of mums do, you know. uh, That's all part of growing up. And I, I, I guess I enjoyed it. But it was mainly based around classical music, reading mm-hmm. music and whatnot. So I guess I went through the motions, didn't put a lot of effort in behind the scenes, not doing the homework bits. And it I guess progression took quite a long time. And really, obviously, I look back now and it's so simple. It's just that I was playing the wrong type of music. It didn't reson- resonate with me. And um, that was the issue. So what happened is I had a deal going with my mum that once I got up to grade five... I was allowed to give it up. Mm -hmm. So I did exactly that. I got to grade five, said, there you go. I'm done. Um, And always kind of messed around on the piano at home, but then um, pretty quickly realized that I'm just much better at playing from here, which fortunately is, is a lent itself to be a very handy skill for weddings, Mm -hmm. you know, taking requests exactly what we just talked about for the aisle piece. I'm now able to listen to music and, pretty much just play at least a part of it you know or give a rendition of
0: it playing by
1: ear that is
0: unbelievable it's 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 what a different skill
1: yeah it's but I I look at some pianists that can put a piece of music in front of them and just read it and I find that incredible um but I guess over the years I'm i'm biased towards my own method of playing but it's something that i feel like see i can actually pour myself into a piece of music so when you're reading it it's much more difficult to do that whereas because i'm kind of hearing it it's uh you you but you have a lot more creative license to make that change that piece mm-hmm. of music if you see what i mean yeah you're not relying on the dots on the page that somebody else has wrote for you i'm in real time playing that piece of music however it feels at the time and like you say if for an aisle piece i'm gonna play the piece of music no doubt very differently to if i was playing it during a wedding breakfast or mm-hmm. a drinks reception where there might be more noise in the room so i'd automatically maybe play it a bit more upbeat you know mm-hmm. and things like that so yeah it, it does make life a lot easier in terms of adapting songs mm-hmm. To specific people and situations, because tempo
0: makes a massive difference, doesn't oh, for it? Sure, to the yeah. feeling of something, big time. Yeah. yeah,
1: if it, so, for like um, a ceremony, slowing down a song for an aisle piece is always going to help. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, just yeah, just making it paints it, that
0: a, picture, doesn't it? It of does. What's happening.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, it just um, yeah, it just kind of cements that kind of moment, and you know, the atmosphere in the room is. Is ultimately going to be dictated a lot by the music that's in the room, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's, it's just as important the people and and, what, and whatnot. But yeah, you I mean if you put a a heavy metal track on, it's going <laughs> to feel very different, absolutely. you know. Which some people might want, of course, but um, it's going to feel very different too if you've got a nice piece of piano music. So I um, think
0: so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. Um, I think so. Talk me through. So you obviously you got to grade five i did
1: yeah you i got stopped. sidetracked then i'm sorry yeah um, <laughs> i got sidetracked but um yeah i got to my grade five i stopped doing the lessons
0: mm-hmm.
1: playing by ear uh, listening to things like jimmy require things that were a bit more jazzy that resonated with me and oh i love them. a bit of jazz exactly yeah. yeah so i started doing that um my mum said um why don't you audition for the paul mccartney school of music in liverpool and i I was thinking that's Lipper, isn't it Lippa. So, mm. so it's Lippa, the Liverpool Institute of Performing Arts yeah so it's a difficult place to get into and I was kind of I didn't pin my hopes on it so I had mm. like I guess a bit of a backup plan of um leaving college and maybe studying microbiology or some marine really? biology all kinds wow. of things I had all kinds of ideas and you know as you do you're not totally sure I the still don't 18. know
0: what I
1: want to be when I'm a grown-up <laughs> I know me too <laughs> But um but fortunately for me I managed to bag a place at, at Lippa
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I did a diploma in popular music and sound technology. Um and the audition piece was a Jamiroquai track that I played for them and they and they liked it. So that was it then. I knew as soon as I got there, I thought I've I've got to do a degree here. I, I need to get on the degree course after my diploma. Mm-hmm. So I had to go through all the auditioning process all over again. And it was um I can't remember the exact number but I remember being very scared by the number I think it was I think there was 6,000 applicants and there's 50 places so I was up against it and I remember thinking there's there's no chance there's absolutely no chance and just by a a mixture of luck and a bit of hard work I managed to bag one of those places and that was fully invested in music then of course so spent my years there and I was just it's fortunate. It's a cool city, enough. Liverpool, as cool well. Cool city, isn't it? yeah. Great, great kind of university with amazing facilities, and stuff. And in stuff. that
0: one you're stepping um, in the feet of legends, aren't you? Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Met Paul a couple of times. Um, my degree was handed to me by himself. Wow. Um, Paul McCartney, um, Robin Gibb from the Bee Gees. He was at wow. my ceremony, you know. And it was oh, it was like a magical time. I got to go to the Brit Awards, all kinds of cool things, um, and then getting to the point of the weddings, then. My kind of piano tutor was just like a, an older version of me. Um oh, really? he plays like plays by ear. I mean and he said to me, Look, this is this is what you've gotta do. He said, Yeah, it'd be great if you could read music, but he said that's obviously not not you. Um and yeah, can I can read it to a certain extent.
0: But mm-hmm.
1: he said, No, you're doing the right thing. You've got to just listen to all this music, listen to the best bands ever, the best singers and ingest the music and on that note he said so i'm going to start getting you playing at weddings and you're just going to have to go and do it so learn i want you to learn you know 10 to 20 kind of jazz tracks and at the time as well as him being a university lecturer there's a place called kill court um up near wigan stand mm-hmm. way and in each room they have like they can have two or three weddings there at once it's like kind of a big a bit a biggish place and um he essentially runs the the piano part of it, um mm-hmm. so he had a piano in each room. So I would go and fill in for him when he couldn't do it, or he would have if he's not doing a wedding, he'd have myself or another younger guy kind yeah. of doing it. So he's basically like pimping us out, I suppose you'd call it. <laughs> which, which I was so I was so grateful. <laughs> You know, so and that was where I learnt my trade. I just mm-hmm. started playing at weddings, and
0: is it like driving? Is uh, it like so? You only learn how to drive when you pass your test.
1: Yeah, exactly. That was it. I had to go and do them gigs and get yeah. through the nerves. And some of those first ceremonies were seriously kind of nerve wracking because it's the most important day of someone's life. They're walking down the aisle, and you, you start getting these thoughts of. What what if I freeze up? What if I? What if you play um, like Les Dorf, uh, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, you know, a wrong note would would mm. is so it's an awful lot of pressure. Uh, if there's one wrong note, is gonna just ring through that very very quiet sem- ceremony room, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but I just you know, luckily for me, I'd, I'd always put so much homework and effort into ingesting the songs that it's you know, touch wood, it's, it's uh, never happened. Nothing's ever gone wrong, and I've probably done. Oh, I don't know. It's got to be over a thousand ceremonies. Wow. It must be. It's probably more. I've never never added it up, but I've been doing it for 18 years. So it's it's probably more. Yeah. You know, I guess if you add it up to however many, a hundred a year or whatever it yeah. might be, you know. So it's a lot. <laughs> it
0: is a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. you know, I think that's a wealth of experience mm, that actually yeah. we we know that our couples will really appreciate hearing yeah. the experience of of a... A, a talented and um well-worked musician. Oh,
1: well. So for yeah. for
0: me, I think for 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 this cuz obviously Craig's going to be with us all the way through these podcasts. I so am. um so we we kind of wanted to talk a little bit today about ceremony music. Yeah,
1: th- th- which is yeah, one of the things I'm asked to do the most being a pianist, it's mm-hmm. a, it's, it's a, a nice thing to have for your ceremony. Um so I guess um for the ceremony if i if I kind of lay out to people how I perceive it from a musical perspective mm-hmm. it, it's kind of split into four parts musically. what you've got first is the pre ceremony now this is the time when the registrars are happy to let. Everyone come in and take their seats.
0: That's actually an interesting point because it is a legal process. Yeah, oh yeah, you're not allowed in. It's a legal process that you follow, and and they have to sign up to that, don't
1: they? They do. Yeah, you can't just walk into the ceremony room because you fancy getting in there half an hour early. That is Mm -hmm. uh, the register, the process that a lot of people don't see behind the scenes, which I see because I'm set up in the room, and actually. I'm sometimes asked to leave the room for parts of the pre ceremony, which yeah. is when they're essentially interviewing the groom one final time, and they're just um they're getting final details for the formal register, which is things like um their parents' occupation. This is just things I've overheard, of course. I don't know the exact process, but I I overhear it and it's things like parents' occupation, make sure their names are spelt correctly. Absolutely. Just all that kind of stuff. Make sure, you know, everything's done properly. And then once they've done that and about fifteen minutes before the ceremony is due to start, the registrar will say, Right, we're good to go you can start letting people in. And that's the first piece of music I'm going to play that day. So the bride um, or person who's about to be married and to walk down the aisle as such, well, they're not going to be in the room. Mm-hmm. So they don't hear any of this. So, so is that when
0: their partner gets a say
1: exactly? Yeah. <laughs> so if their partner's like a an Oasis fan and they and um, they're the only ones who are an Oasis fan, then I say, well, this is a good time for you to have a little bit of nice Oasis music on piano or whatnot. So, it's quite um, cool
0: to hear it transposed into piano. Uh, oh, of as course, well, most
1: isn't songs, are, yeah, will work in a in a way. Um, so, yeah, so you've got your pre-ceremony and that's a nice time if you've got, say, grandparents in the yeah. room. Maybe um, ask them what their favourite pieces of music are and, and I would always throw those in at mm-hmm. that point whilst they sat down. And then we come to the part number two, which is the aisle piece, the big mm-hmm. one. Um, and that piece of music can literally be anything you like. What's
0: the weirdest one you've ever been asked for? Um,
1: wowzers. Um <laughs> I've done all kinds. of I wouldn't say anything like we, w- truly weird, but as there in... There you go,
0: challenge. Challenge it, everyone, t- challenge. Exactly, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've certainly played like sort of, you know, like movie themes or I've, I've i've played kind of star wars tracks for people yeah, to walk down the aisle to if they're having that kind of pop culture style wedding so yeah nothing well i mean i suppose some people think that's very weird you know yeah. To, to yeah <laughs> to have the star wars theme while they walk down the aisle. but yeah i've done all kinds of things but um okay i could give you a demo yeah of, of please do We've like, got, well, we're lucky well, enough the, to have a great uh,
0: piano here
1: well, well i'm check it's on the piano's on i think yeah, maybe a second it. Right, so, <laughs> um, so I'm I'll, I'm just going to pick stuff off the off the cuff here. But let's say somebody said to me, "Do you know we we like rock music?" Yep. For example, which which happens a lot actually in a way. So we like rock music. It's a wedding though. We don't. Uh, well, it's the ceremony. We don't. You know, we don't really want anything too heavy. We want it to suit the moment. We're a Guns N' Roses fan, so I said, "Okay, okay cool." I think I can do a little piano version of a Guns N' Roses track and make it sound aisle suitable. I mean, suitable is actually for whatever you want, if you see yeah, what I mean. like I, It's not up to me to decide what's suitable or not. But um, I'll give you a, an example. So if we take a song like um, Sweet Child of Mine. Love it. You know. Love! <laughs> so um, I'm going to paint a picture of, let's say you've got three or four bridesmaids to come in first yep. okay i'll always try and make it a little bit more light and tinkly for the for those guys to come down the aisle to and save a little back um for when the um the bride walks in for example so um yeah i'll just i guess i'll just go and do it and you can decide for yourselves what <laughs> um what, what what how it would work on the day okay so bridesmaids first <laughs> I guess
0: that's like a Just, bit of a oh, um, literally I, I felt a lump oh in do you. <laughs> no crying this time but yeah
1: that's an example of how, yeah so i guess what i guess the point that i'm trying to make is that no one should be feeling like a certain band or singer is not going to work for an aisle piece and that they mm-hmm. should be picking a christina perry track or an ed sheeran track or, which yeah. are great songs you know there's um, and I've played them many times, but yeah, I just—I guess I just want people to see that uh, the, there can be a nice piano version of almost anything. Um, so yeah, so that's the aisle piece, the big one. The next point of the ceremony would be the signing of the register. So once the um, the couple are formally married then it's a bit of a break, I guess you'd call it. So people are allowed to chat between themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing the signing of the register. There's some photographs being taken of mm-hmm. that moment. And that there's time there generally for two songs. Sometimes another one. I always say to people, give me three. It's highly unlikely I'll get through all three, but it's nice to have three just in case. Yeah, I
0: love that kind of that kind of attention to detail. It's so important when you're planning a wedding. Oh yeah,
1: that yeah. somebody
0: knows exactly what you want. But actually, if you don't need it, then that's also fine.
1: Oh yeah, it can be done later on in the day, even mm-hmm. if you're having me for the drinks reception of it. But yeah, there's, it's always kind of good to make sure you've got enough. But yeah, normally it's going to be. It's going to be a couple of songs at that point. Um, And they could, and again, can be anything you like. Um, So that's kind of self-explanatory, that bit. And then we've got the exit piece. Now, uh, that's another big one. And my main bit of advice to everyone about this one is, number one, have anything you want. Don't be dictated to by what you think it should be. But number two, I'd say try and pick something, and I would always help people out with this, that's got a strong chorus, Um, And what I mean by that is a main hook or bit of the song that's kind of recognizable, is what I'd say. Um, Upbeat songs are better. And the main reason for this is that people are clapping. That is the one major reason. So if I played that Guns N' Roses track, um, I'd play it completely differently for the exit piece. Of course, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd be straight in to the main chorus of the song because the reality is everyone's clapping. And the couple that are walking out only gonna hear thirty seconds of it anyway, mm-hmm. because that's the. I'm the, crying in the corner. The, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that one's it. It's obviously just as important, but at the same time, yeah, it's, you've got to try and think of something with a bit of a big, a big chorus, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it is I more
0: would, upbeat though, isn't it? And it's it, oh it's for more, sure, it's
1: supposed to be a more yeah. upbeat, but like it's that is down to you know. But I'd always say to people, look, you know. What do I know? I've only done fifteen hundred weddings. <laughs> no, but I would I would say, um yeah, you know, if you want something that's a bit lighter, then it's your call, go for yeah. it. You know, have anything you want. But it just my advice is to go for something upbeat.
0: It's also yeah. a bit of a tension breaker though, isn't it? Because it actually is... people can be very nervous Yeah. before they have to go and say their vows. If somebody's not used to speaking in public.
1: Oh yeah. For yeah. example. Yeah.
0: Um Actually, planning for those vows is quite stressful, you've got isn't big it? Time, yeah. So, if you've got something, this is my top tip musically. If you've got something that actually takes you to a different place in yeah. your head, before you actually walk down the, that aisle or your partner, as your partner's standing yeah. at the top, if there's something that's going to take you to a particular place in your head mm. and give you a little bit of focus, then that's a really good one to use, and that could be anything. It could be the blooming golden girls for oh, all yeah. they care about. It you know, can be, yeah. it, it it could be anything, or a significant piece of music. For for example, if you have lost a parent, yeah,
1: these are great times to make those kind of song choices. You know, to put something special mm-hmm. in there. Um, yeah, it it can yeah it can literally be anything, but it's a nice time to uh, get things in that are meaningful to, you know, the couple and their family members as well, you what know. was know.
0: What was your song? Okay, so when... So, we, we, Craig's lovely wife, Lucy, whoever, had yeah. a lovely, lovely natter with today. Um, what was your song?
1: So, well, Lucy is a big Disney fan. Is she? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So, um, so, I'll play, I'll just play it for you. Yeah, I'll, uh, do. <laughs> I'll just do a little bit. Uh, now, for this one, I actually... Uh, Remotely played her down the aisle. Aww. Obviously, I would. Yeah, you we could have. We could have done the piano thing. I could have brought the piano with me and stuff. But no, we d- we didn't. But um, what we did decide is that I'd record it for her first, and then I would I would play it. So anyway, we had a couple of different kind of bits, but um, I'll play you the like the one that we kind of picked out as the favorite. It actually was. A little bit of a medley, to be honest. There was a yeah. few songs, and, and I probably can't remember the entire how to play the entire medley. <laughs> because I'll just, I'll just play you a little snippet of what of what it sounded like for her to uh, what walk, walk down the aisle. <laughs> So that was it, yeah, big Disney fan. Yeah. Honeymoon in Orlando. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, and yeah, that's Mickey a, Mouse guess... give her away. What's that song? Did Mickey
0: Mouse Give her away.
1: Oh oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: you see I love a good Disney song. Do you know what, actually, it works well? <laughs> it works well so well so on the piano. It does on the piano, it?
1: yeah, because they're such well written songs. I mean the guys who were worked in the orchestras and, and um, worked on the writing side of Disney, these they, they're proper composers if you see what i mean so these songs they're very very good good songs in the first place and they just lend themselves nicely to to the piano so yeah we had a bit of that we had a little bit of um one of the tracks from tangled as well nice. um so yeah yeah that was it so um but that's i guess that's a good example of like you know get that stuff into your ceremony if Absolutely. you're a disney fan just go for it yeah. Do you know what
0: my husband had had
1: what? Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Can yeah. you do it? Can you uh, do uh, it? Oh, do you know what? I don't. I don't know. Actually, I mean, I'm obviously I probably played it years ago. I'm trying to think which, which Star Wars one. Um, uh, I mean, can... all I'm Also, I can hear in my head right now is the. That's Indiana Jones. Indiana I think. Jones, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, there you go. I think I'm hearing the. Um, this is definitely not an aisle piece, and, You know.
0: Be his ILPs. <laughs>
1: yeah. So that's the only one. I, I know there's another Star yeah, Wars track. Yeah, that's and the, the Darth you've, Vader march. you caught me off it. guard. Yeah, the yeah. Imperial march. I like
0: catching was, you off
1: guard. That's yeah, really good. But you <laughs> did catch me It's the only Star Wars track I could think yeah, of Yeah, I think that's probably
0: but, quite appropriate for how he felt at that moment Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, I definitely wouldn't recommend picking that one for, for your ILPs. But well, you know, but
0: the funny thing was um when I actually arrived um, at my wedding ceremony, mm. Um, I was a very untraditional bride. Very um, low key. Didn't even want to wear a dress. He made me wear one. Uh, yeah. Uh, made me do it. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not bothered. Let I me, mean, like, say, come for a coffee with me, and we'll, you know, why don't you just go in there and have a little look? I was like, oh, Okay. Which one do you want me to try on? Then he said, Well, this one's really pretty. So I said, Okay, so can I try this one on, please? And the woman came over. She was like, Yeah, yeah. And he said, Um, well, I put it on. He went. Oh, I said you look really beautiful. I said, can I have this one, please? <laughs> <laughs> Literally the least bridey bride yeah. ever and um and i so i got to the ceremony and i i wanted it very locally. i only had 18 people at my wedding because i wanted it very low yeah. key, very i wanted everybody in the room to be there because i loved them
1: yeah got um
0: you. and then we had a massive party in the evening where everybody came you know even people i met in a toilet queue once 14 years ago you know so everybody was allowed to come then yeah um uh and I got I got to the ceremony um and I walked in and went, Hello, yes, bride here, ready to say my vows. And she said, And do we have a groom? I said, <laughs> Well, I hope so. <laughs> and what had happened was he'd been delayed parking his car. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so I was like, Oh. So I stood there for a minute and because we, we 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 were living together by this point, so yeah, we stayed I at know, home. But yeah, but yeah, it was that that moment of terror thinking, is he John <laughs> <laughs> Which probably means that um, the the Darth Vader march would be a, yeah, would be maybe a good that would have worked one. At it that was point, like I yeah. literally had a face of thunder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, but yeah. there's so
0: many more choices that you can choose. What's your musical inf- influence? So, what would you say is your? Because I'm stuck. Right, like, I'm stuck in the 90s.
1: Yeah, I get you. Um, I'd or say, the oh, 60s as well. Well, the 60s is great, and it's a, it's a very tough one, but. I'd probably have to say Soul and Motown. And Mm -hmm. half of the reason for that is, I mean, you're in my studio now, you're looking at all these guys on the wall, the Three Degrees and Tavares, and they're all people that I play keyboards for. So that's that's why Four Tops and the Temptations, I've toured with them three times. Um, Who else is on the wall? Uh, That's a lady called Brenda Holloway, probably a lesser-known soul artist, but um, a really awesome one. Mm -hmm. Um, Frida Payne, who was famous for Band of Gold. So yeah, so luckily for me, that was kind of, I was always into soul music and jazz and R&B in the first place. And then I was fortunate enough to get asked to play for some of those artists. And I've Mm -hmm. done that alongside the weddings for Mm -hmm. the whole time, you know. So yes, of course, I'm a wedding pianist, first and foremost, but I I am fortunate enough to go on the odd kind of two-week tour with these Mm -hmm. guys around... Mainly around like the UK theaters or arenas and stuff like that. So. so,
0: what do you what do you love to play? So, there's some really, you know, there's some really traditional songs that yeah. are great to play. Um, what like I know your your Disney your Disney is probably holds a special place it does. in your I do heart. I do
1: enjoy uh, for that reason. Obviously, yeah, I do love to play and they're such good pieces of music. Um, but I do I've got a soft spot for. The old jazz standards, I guess, and that's mm. probably because when my lecturer at LIPA kind of said, "Right, lad, you're going to have to start learning how to play piano properly." Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, I like him already. He, oh yeah, he was—he's very to the point. The guy, guy from Bolton, Paul Walker, and he—he, uh, he, you know, that's what he was like. He was like, "Right, you're going to have to listen to this stuff. Get it done. Get it learnt by ear. And it was quite serious stuff to learn by ear, but that's—I guess—that's why I can listen to a pop tune now. Figure it out very quickly mm-hmm. because the, the 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 difficulty of those older jazz tracks were, is a lot more difficult. So I play you like I guess just a bit, and some people you know who are listening might think, oh, do you know what? I'd love to have like a nice piece of jazz music at yeah. my wedding. But it
0: transposes really well, doesn't it? It
1: does, yeah. Um, so if I think about like a, a nice a couple of nice pieces, give you a couple of examples, I guess um, you've got like sort of. Um, it's a it's a bit cliche but like old kind of tracks like Misty which mm-hmm. were kind of played on the on the piano anyway, um which is they sound like this. like that So oh, it's gorgeous. I guess that it reminds me of the time when I was learning and playing. So I mm-hmm. guess that's kind of a, a style that I like to play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, I guess that would be it, you know.
0: So who, who's your favourite musician that you've ever met? Uh,
1: that I've ever met, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's a tough one um, because, yeah, I've met so many kind of, you know, soul the legends and stuff. But do you know what? It's going to have to be the guy on the wall there, um... J.K. from Jamiroquai. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you know what? It's somewhere around here. There you go. Well, make sure we get a picture of this that's so it, we can his show autograph you. Oh, That's autograph. There. that's when I met, I met him at the uh, at the Brit Awards, we had yeah. a chat. Amazing. Um, and stuff. So I bet
0: that was quite emotional for you. Really oh yeah. Well, because... so
1: yeah, in a way, one of the reasons that I guess I do what I do now was because of him. Just because I listened to Jamiroquai and thought. I listened to this exact song. I keep doing demos for you now, but. I love that! Which is Virtual Sunny." You know the song I mean. Um, so I heard that and thought, whoa, that sounds absolutely cool awesome sound. on the piano. And, and that's when I started seeing the piano as a cooler instrument than I did when I was like between the age of seven and 14, going to classical piano lessons, at, um, you know. So yeah, I guess that'd have to be the, the one that, um, I guess like meeting your hero. Yeah. and then weirdly, about two months ago, I just saw him walking through the airport in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I recognised him straight away. I said to my wife, "Do you know who that is? Don't you?" It's JK, um, and she said, "Really? Is it?" I said, "Yeah, but obviously he looks different now because." <laughs> well,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me, um, I think, I think the the the, the, the transition of the ceremony yeah. is. I think it's really well explained now. So Hopefully. <laughs> would you would you say that there is anything that's off limits? N-
1: not really, no. Um, honestly, there's a way to make a piano version of pretty much anything. There would obviously be some crazy exceptions where the piece of music is just so sort of fast or complicated, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, like a heavy metal tune that's just so crazy that... Um, I would it's not that I maybe couldn't play it I would just say you know I personally think this would be kind of difficult to make it sound good on the piano because Mm -hmm. it's thrashed on guitars for example and it might just be one that you know the the, I I guess I'd just say there might be better choices Mm -hmm. if you're having piano at your ceremony Mm -hmm. than than that song but I mean you're talking it's never happened yet Mm -hmm. no one's ever requested a song that I've said well that's not going to (laughs) work we've made it work one way or another absolutely
0: that's really good to know because actually one of the things that and um, we're passionate here about at the wedding party is that we want people to feel in control.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um and obviously we look after uh, their mind, body and soul and mm-hmm. the soul in this case is the is the music. It um is. and it is it's so evocative and it's it's so we're so grateful to have you come and do us some uh, some sampling of, of yeah. what you do. Could you tell me a little bit about how people book
1: Right, okay, so um, generally um, what people would do is, let's say they've seen me at a wedding fair, I've sent them the brochure, blah, blah, blah. Um, Is it me particularly, you mean, or just any musician? Absolutely,
0: Absolutely. we want to know how they book you. Oh, right,
1: so with me particularly, it is simply just a case of I have a little PDF brochure that I send, but and that comes with an info pack as well. And the info pack is pretty much a lot of the stuff I've just explained. So yeah, it's like good. even before you've booked me, I do want people to know, and which they can take with them. Then if they if they decide, you know what, actually a string quartet is really what we want. Mm-hmm. That's what we've had. So, but at least in the info pack they can have a little read about exactly what I've explained, maybe what songs they should choose and it, so all that stuff's in there anyway, so anyone listening, they want a copy of the info pack, mm-hmm. it's got a good bit of information on the ceremony and exactly how it works And how, they, how do
0: they email you to get a copy of that? You
1: literally just drop me an email at info at craigelliot.co.uk And uh, how do you spell L-I- Elliot? I was, of, <laughs> I was ahead of you E-double-L-I-O-T
0: Lovely, because so, some um, people put a double T don't they? They like? would, They're, Which I did at first and I I gave myself a little slap on the wrist for
1: that. Honestly, a lot of people do that. So it's nothing to worry about. But yeah, it's E-double-L-I-O-T. So there we go. Um, And I'll send it over to them. And if they want to book, it's a £100 deposit. And the date is then there's no balance due till the day.
0: And what is the cost of hiring somebody such as yourself? Right.
1: So I have like um, the most popular thing to have for me. Um, I would probably say I'm not the cheapest wedding pianist out there but I've done the it for probably longer than everyone else yes <laughs> um, and, uh, and so yeah it's um the, I have a £550 package mm-hmm. which includes the white baby grand piano which a lot of people don't have that's one of the things mm-hmm. that um I've invested I've in I've seen you arrive yep. with that on your back I yep, it's, a t- <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough thing to carry but yeah it's the best one you can buy it's mm-hmm. made in the Netherlands mm-hmm. and it's white and shiny and um very nice looking so that includes Includes that, which a lot of companies they'll charge two hundred and fifty pound minimum charge just to hire the piano with no okay. pianist. So, mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of a good deal that that comes with it because I've invested in in, in it myself. Um, so five fifty would get you, for example, the ceremony, mm-hmm. the piano, and then the drinks reception after that for a couple of hours or the drinks reception and the wedding breakfast. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's various different combinations of things you can have. Um there is an all day rate in there if somebody wants me there all day. It's it's also very popular. But like yeah, it starts from that kind of five hundred and fifty pound package which would take care of if your ceremonies are 1pm mm-hmm. it would probably take me from 1 till around 4pm when that's they go perfect. to sit down for yeah. their wedding breakfast to so, uh, the ceremony and that drinks reception yeah
0: mm-hmm. that's, so that's uh, I think one of the things that we find all the time and we spoke about this on last week's podcast with Debbie Marks um, one of the things that we find is that people don't know what these things cost. So no. sometimes it, you need to empower them. We think, as, yeah. a, as a team, to be able to make that first call, and yeah. to have that, you know, to have that uh, that confidence that actually they can afford it. It is in their budget. Well, that's
1: it. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, things like there's, in a way, the more musicians you have at your wedding, the more you're going to pay. So, mm-hmm. w- the, luckily, with the piano, uh, a, a pianist as such, like myself. You are only paying for that one person and that one kind of large mm-hmm. piece of equipment, but mm-hmm. you know um, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, I try and keep it to an affordable
0: mm-hmm. rate.
1: You know, the reality is I have a lot of weddings per year, so I, I figure that it's uh, it must be okay because people are quite normally quite happy to just say yes straight away. Well, your
0: reputation precedes you, <laughs> in a very enough. good way. Okay, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> I think that's all we've got time for today, folks. So Craig will be back uh, later on, uh, I think it's early next month, his next cool. podcast will be on, um, and we will be talking to him a little bit more about that process of um, musical uh, musicals on your day. Yeah. Um, so thanks very much for your time, Craig. Back to being producer Craig now, yeah. just for... <laughs> (laughs) just for a little while and we will see you at the same time next week take care